Welcome to episode six of the Asian Cards podcast, a continuation of uh, last week's content um, back due to popular demand and uh, back just because we like making it. So after we made a week of it, we uh, wanted to make another week. So thank you all for listening. And uh, yeah, why don't we get started? How is everyone's uh, it's Tuesday? How's everyone's Tuesday going? We'll start with alphabetically. So uh, Brian, you go first. I was going to say Hannah, ladies first, but <laughs> I know, we'll do but... ladies first next time. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, Tuesday um, finished off a golden auction last night, which I know <laughs> we'll talk about that, even though it was supposed to finish on Sunday. Right, right. Uh, um, but, you know, been good. I've been preparing for, like, the Collector's Con show in Tampa. Like, that's, like, the beginning of September. Um, I know a lot of crazy things have been going on just in the card hobby in general. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so I, that's what I've been doing, man. I've been like trying to, I took it to heart, Raymond. You told me, you, you know, there's a way to like try to make money by having a table and like just buying and selling. So I'm trying to do that right now. Nice. What about you, entrepreneur? Oh, well, we were supposed to film yesterday. So I was all pumped yesterday and then Raymond canceled. So now I'm a little bit like, oh yeah, let's talk about that. Go you, know ahead. Wait, you know what, Hannah, sorry. I'm being so rude. <laughs> you know i was like so excited sunday night and then raymond says it's not happening so i'm a little bit you know over it already but outside of that uh, i bought two cases of f1 um ready to ready to uh deliver um it's it's like you know like i never understood the people who did this but it's actually fun so i i kind of take back all the criticism for them but you know basically flipping um what about what about flippers that you don't like about them initially i was like man like you should at least hold the card for like a couple weeks i don't know like you work so hard to get it like see it through and then you know give it to somebody who really wants it but now i'm the person who's like hey how much are you paying okay and then i go grab something for cheaper and then i'm just basically (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. um so i mean i'm just trying to i guess take advantage of uh the the hot market um you know, which is kind of getting scary too. But yeah, so I've been willing and dealing. Like, um, the Burbank's having a trade night this Friday, uh, short notice. But so I might go to that free free pizza. Um, get to see everyone there. Um, talk about pickups from National and things like that. So, yeah. Nice. How is that for hard market? What? Like, do you feel like things are slowing down a little bit, or do you think they're still as hot as they were? Um, as it was probably like two weeks ago in Chicago? Um, I think it's reaching the peak very soon. I think so. The waxes are going for 950 for the Sapphire and 900 for the regular tops. So that's about like 50% uh, like week over week increase <laughs> pretty much. And so like pre, pre-national, which is, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a little scary. That's why I think I'm like ready to sell uh, the cases um hold one for long term because it is like signature like first tops uh f1 stuff but yeah um i think it's it's like due for a cool down soon very interesting well yeah we'll see we'll see what happens oh by the way uh, i showed hannah this uh last week but um someone graded a lewis hamilton top chrome 
uh, purple, and it got a PSA yeah. 10. Uh, oh, that's a game changer. Oh, I think Hannah was uh, lying. I think it was a pop one. Uh, so Hannah's crazy. lying. So she's yeah, like, so oh, there's a Nix on everything. Sell it to me uh, at yo, discount. Yeah. <laughs> human error. Human error. Um, that's that's cool, though. Good for that person. Yeah. I mean, good that's good. It. That's good, right? You have yeah. like, uh, you have some, you kind of have hopes, right? So yeah. now it's not impossible, but. Yeah. But. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's all good here. And uh, looking for like F one tickets for October Austin Austin F one race. When is oh, that? Cool. I'll try to make it down there. Yeah, dude. Actually, the date might overlap with uh, Dallas, so like we could like go to Dallas until Saturday, drive up to or drive down to Austin. Takes like three hours. Go to the game on Sunday and then fly up from there. That'd be really cool. Um, yeah, I would be down. Actually, that sounds pretty sick. Yeah. Get like join. Maybe we can get a small crew going. <laughs> yeah, I right, we'll chat offline. <laughs> yeah, box box get box seats. But yes. <laughs> speaking of um, the like just hype and everything like that. Just quick side note. I actually like I forgot to say something else. Like I don't know. You guys are doing NFTs either. I know there's not like an NFT thing, but I lost my money on NFT yesterday. Just want to put that out there. What did you buy? Oh, it's something called Sad Frogs. It kind of reminded me of like the Pepe means the uh frog pepe means you know what i'm talking about yeah the, the big the big eyes and the big lips. Oh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so yeah 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 so so uh yeah uh my friend was like oh this is a good project and i'm like man it looks sick bought it for like 900 dollars. i was like man this is like the best 900 dollars i've ever spent um i'm like literally a frog meme i have like a panda hat and stuff like that um and, and it went up to like 0.5 eth and then uh then right afterwards, I don't know what happened, but the floor, <laughs> the floor just kept going down. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm, but yeah, I just want to put that out there, you know, just in case anybody was always thinking like, you know, yeah. we're always making money. Hey, well, Bitcoin's up, so if you held Diamond Hand, oh no, I, I sold my Bitcoin too right before that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I I actually sold right before it went up, um, yeah. thinking that. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Just don't Just take don't any investment advice. Do everything opposite Brian is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Han and I will be here to support you. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Financially or like just morally? Yeah, yeah, like morally, morally. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> maybe not even morally. Maybe just like emotionally for a little bit. But can't can't, can't dedicate too much time to this, you know? Yeah. As, as, as much as as much as we love you, Brian. Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Anyways. But Raymond, how you doing, man? What have you been up to card market wise? What have you been? Have you been buying, selling? I know you're yeah. uh, messaging me uh, that night when the golden auction crash. Uh, I, I guess that's a good segue. Yeah. Uh, so actually, all of last weekend, I was looking at the three thousand items uh, that were in the golden auctions, uh, just trying to see, gauge like a kind of a trend uh, for prices, um, and also to see if there are any interesting items that um, I wanted to bid on. Uh, this is the first time I've actually gone through ETH a lot so thoroughly, uh, but it's actually really cool to see all the variety that was, uh, you know, on, on the auction block. Uh, so what I basically did was uh, I looked at items that I thought were undervalued, um, added on that 20% buyer's premium uh, to multiply the price by 1.2, um, and then kind of compared that to, you know, eBay comps to see if there was any um, opportunity there. Um, th there are also some cards that, you know, I wanted to pick up for my PC. Uh, which unfortunately didn't uh, didn't end up winning. Uh, there was like a nice Kobe Tops uh, paper auto, 
Uh, so the Ricky Auto in-person auto is rated PSA 7, uh, but the auto is rated 10. It's a beautiful card, but went way high over my reach. Uh, and then a couple of days, one thing that I also plan on doing, which I think, you know, just some advice, uh, which I think is like really good practice, is just to go through like the historical prices for the golden auction, cover up the prices, and then guess what every item goes for. Um, so like for patch autos, you know, look at what the patch is and then kind of guess like valuation. I think that's just very good practice to kind of get a good feel of what certain cards go for to develop intuition. Uh, but yeah, auction ended yesterday. Do you guys get anything good? Show and tell. And did you get anything? I, I got a few things. No, I got I, a lot of things to say. I, I didn't. So Brian, go ahead. Okay. Okay. All right. Were you, were you bidding, Hannah? Like, were you were you watching it? No, I, I actually oh, never saw from Golden before. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, this is my first time, actually. Um, oh, and it's a little sketch. <laughs> it feels a little sketch. I'm just, I'm just saying that I'm putting this out there, speaking truth right now. Um, yeah, so I guess I was trying to um, bid on a lot of items on Sunday night. And you all let me know this, this strategy works because like, I'm trying something just different because I don't really vendor for shows very often. Uh, I've only done it once, to be honest. And this is going to be my second time coming in September. So I'm trying to like just stash for inventory wise. So I'm just buying a lot of like soccer cards that have like no comps. Mm -hmm. um, so I got a George Weah. So he's like, about, he's like one of the best in, in Af from Africa and George Weah BGS nine sticker. And then I also added a, actually my first Diego Maradona um, 1978 oh. crack. Uh, yeah. PSA two. It's the cartoon one. Um, and I was just trying to see if I could get it under eBay comps, if there were eBay comps, and then trying to just sell it at a show around eBay comps, if that makes sense. But yeah. I, I don't know if that's going to work or not, because I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I didn't realize, I don't know if people check golden auction comps when they are at shows. At least I don't. At least yeah. I don't. Right. It's not, uh, common. And then, it's not common. Yeah, it's not common, right? Like, I, I know I was kind of talking to Raymond about it, but he was like saying, like, some some cards people would just because it is like higher end right, right. cards. But so I was trying to like stay in the mid end. Like I didn't spend over like $1,500. Um, but, but yeah, so I, and I, yeah, I don't really, I've never really wire transfer that much. And uh, I didn't know, do you guys have no, <laughs> this is just really just selfish reasons. Do you know any wire transfers that they're like free? <laughs> Cause besides like Western union, cause like, <laughs> Because, like, I did try doing a wire transfer with my bank, and it was, like, $25. I'm just, like, that defeats the whole time at 3%. So I was, like, I ain't taking chances. I'll just use my credit card. Yeah, no, they all charge fees. Yeah, uh, it's usually, like, $25 to $50, depending on, depending on the bank. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Just, you know, I'm sure that would help somebody. I can't <laughs> be the only one. <laughs> yeah, well, well, if you do a credit card and you have, like, a strong cash back card. Um, yeah, that's what I was I using. Think, uh, you're effectively only paying, like, 1%. Uh, in fees, so you know that might be better depending on how much you're buying, much better than you know, wire transferring the money and paying the flat 0.5. Yeah, that's all I was thinking. I was just like, last thing I want to do is send like a wire transfer to, to like the wrong person, like, <laughs> like golden with an E option, <laughs> LLC or something like that. Um, but yeah, no, overall, it was cool. I, I think Sunday night it crashed. I remember winning, I was winning like 10 auctions. Wow. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like crazy cards, but like it was like 10 auctions. I was like, man, I'm about to buy into some cards that I sold for way um, over comps. And then now I'm about to get them like half the price. I'm like, dude, this is a dream come true. And then uh, 
everything started slowing down. It was right when I messaged you, Raymond, because I was excited. Um, and I think that's where it all went wrong. <laughs> the bad side. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, so just curious, Brian, uh, what was your bidding strategy for a golden auction? Like, so my bidding strategy it, was it, like, um, yeah, so my bidding strategy was basically looking on eBay if there were eBay comps, because the idea was not to find it. Like these soccer, some of these soccer stuff was like, you would never find them on, on eBay. Um, and I was thinking, oh, it would be cool to get some of these stickers where people aren't checking go to an auction. Like they're not super high end, but it's like cool little pieces that's pretty collectible. But if it was eBay, I would be trying to get it under eBay comps. So if I see it getting close to eBay comps, then I, I didn't take the chance unless I really, like, there wasn't really a card sticker. I really, really wanted it. So I guess that wasn't really my question. So my, my question was, so like, you know how like Golden has like two types of bids? I guess for those of oh, you guys who are familiar with uh, okay. Golden bids, there's like a straight bid, uh, yeah. which is basically like, you know, you bid in the moment and then uh, if you, you have the highest bid, then um, you'll pay the second highest bidder's price the new second highest bidder's price, or you can submit a max bid, which is basically like a max cap. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, you know, you can just let the auction ride. Um, I was just curious to hear what your strategy was, like what type of bid did you put and why? So I just did a straight bid, like just to make sure I kind of, you know, you know how you do like bids on eBay where like you push, you try to push just the auction a little bit and then it reminds yourself. And then when it gets to extended bid bidding period, I was just playing on, okay, this is my price point. Um, I'll, I'll like kind of just push it up a little bit, a little bit. And if I had to stay up to 3 a.m., I was going to do it, you know? <laughs> okay. The, uh, the attrition strategy, right? You just kind of annoy the other person. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Who's yeah. going to tap out? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, that's definitely happened to me before. Yeah, just, just curious because, like, um, yeah, I think I talked with a friend about this. Like, some people, you know, the, obviously the least amount of work is just to put in a max bid and then, uh, you have your cap and you just let it ride. Uh, I guess those are for cars that you really, really want. Real quick, was um, that exposed? Was that what? Was the max bid exposed because of a delay? Uh, the max bid is never exposed. Okay, so did anything go wrong because of a delay, uh, like of them pushing back one day, like of the bid closing? Um, I think overall, like it led to higher auction prices because uh, yeah. more people had uh time to bid okay. um they had more time to kind of like check pricing bid like Agreed. i didn't like i put my bids up because the competitor bids were higher mm. um i also think that um oh so one thing that happened i don't know if it happened to you brian but like i tried to put in my straight bids about at 9 p.m eastern time so about an hour before the auction ended and it took me about four minutes to put these straight bids oh, wow. on because uh there was like lag um so i think not only did the not only did the extended window time get increased but like the pre-extension window got increased as well so basically people that might have missed the extension did the first time had a second opportunity to go for those same cards so the bidding pool number of people competing for that card uh also increased yeah i actually thought that that was just how the golden auction website was going to be like i thought it was just that was normal i'll be honest because i mean it didn't look like it's like super the user interface wasn't like wow you know it didn't like wow me so i was just figured yeah. looks like from 1999 probably take like a little longer like it's not really like a slight it's just that's just it, it does right like yeah. i mean okay right. what is going on over there raymond was that golden 
York City. Yeah, I, I live uh, next to some busy, busy streets, so there's a lot of car honking. Uh, it's pretty, pretty crazy sometimes. Nice. But what'd you get, Raymond? Like, you know, I, you didn't really like talk about too much. Um, oh yeah. So um, I bought a. So my biggest purchase was a Kobe Tops Chrome Refractor rookie. Um, PSA. Uh, it was graded BGS authentic. Um, and the reason I reason I bought it was because it looked good from an eye appeal perspective. Uh, like I couldn't see any issues with it. Um, like, it, like, just curious. When you comp that, like, do you comp it with like a certain grade of BGS, or like just comp it like relative to like a raw card? Uh, so there was a BGS nine um, that sold a few days ago. I think it was for either twenty six k or thirty two k. I think it was thirty two k, which I didn't win. The previous comp before that was twenty six k for a BGS nine, um, which. You know, this is authentic cards, so it should be worth significantly less. Uh, however, the reason I bought this was uh, because the card was like very well centered. It looked really nice, mm -hmm. uh, but the main part was it wasn't green at all. Um, like, mm. you know, Kobe's arm um, is very susceptible to greening. I think it's his right arm. Uh, but in this example, like it was very, very clean. There wasn't a lot of greening, which is pretty rare. Um, I still did a research, you know, how I'm going to maintain the condition of that card uh, to make sure it doesn't green when I get it um but yeah that's the reason i bought it um cool and what, yeah what i didn't see doing any visual flaws. i'm probably gonna hold it um i think uh, i really like for some reason i really like cards that have like small nuances in them so either like patches right like if one patch makes a card if a really awesome patch makes a card significantly better than another card of the same you know technically the same type then i think that's really cool um cards that aren't green i think are really cool yeah cards with like subtleties in the auto i think are really cool for example like in some flawless sets kobe's autos are like kind of off center or like a frame like it doesn't sign in the box that's important though um yeah so like you know it doesn't affect the autograph grade uh but it affects the eye appeal of the card and i think that's but that matters yeah, I, like the, I like the nuances yeah no that matters because i actually i traded my messy auto prism at a show valuing like $9,500. And some other guy had a P BGS 9.5, um, but a 10 auto and like his, oh. his, yeah, his signature was actually on the sticker, um, but I didn't know that. And I remember him telling me that he traded it for like 10K, 10K or something mm -hmm. like that. And I was like, how does that even work? You know, yeah. BGS 9.5 doesn't um, compare to PSA 10. And he was just like, hold up, you know, you can't cop those because he actually has like his his auto is a much better looking. I didn't realize. I'm like, oh wow, that that's true. That, yeah. That like plays a plays a big big factor actually. For sure. Sure. Yeah, I think especially for like some players, they're like notoriously bad at signing. Like they have like really streaky autos or like certain cars that are just you know really hard to sign on. For example, like Mahomes Optic Contenders card. Like that card is very streaky. It's hard to sign on. Mm -hmm. Um. Other cards like the Tiger Woods card, like the Tiger Woods rookie, the 2001 rookie. Um, I saw one that was a dual PSA 10. That one did 50K this week, which I was really, really surprised about. Um, 10 auto, 10 card. Uh, but then one that was just the card grade, I think it did like 30K. Wow. Um, and, you know, the auto on that one wasn't even bad, but, it, you know, I don't know if it would have 10, but, you know, there just wasn't a 10 for the auto. 
and you know that caused a huge price gap between that card. Hmm. But I think you will buy the Tiger Woods cards for the autos because he has. I think he has one of the most beautiful autos um, out of all the uh, all the sports players. Is golf so hot in in the in the market or no? no. Like I've been tracking. Like I own a I, I own a few of the 2001 Tiger Woods upper deck. Yeah. Auto cards. And like yeah. it just seems like every comp they just start to slowly go up. Yeah. A little bit. Brian, what did you get? From from Golden or yeah, from Golden. Talk about? I, Golden. I, I, I literally just told you. It was a George Way uh oh, yes. George Way sticker. Okay, okay, gotcha. No, I thought messed you said, up. That's messed up. No, I'm sorry. I thought you said <laughs> <laughs> But if you did miss it, it was a George Way sticker, nineteen ninety-three, and then a um nineteen seventy-eight Maradona crack. So that's oh, okay. that's basically what I want. But but yeah, oh, so I mean it was cool. Yeah, that's good. Um I have something to ask you guys. I'm ready. Did you do you guys hear the latest alt buzz? <laughs> yeah, can you guys explain that? I don't work in tech. And I just assume that really? maybe do you, do you write HTML? I'm out of the loop. What happened? Brian, you wanna explain? Yeah, let me okay. I'll explain it in like super layman terms. All right. So I guess card porn, um, the account, they they do some crazy stuff out there. Very entertaining account. Love it. Um, do I agree with everything? Not probably not, but I, I just find them really entertaining. And they they basically went through like Alt's um website and they guess they have the extension to they have Check, a Chrome like, extension that they just recently released just before the national. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. So it checks like actual prices. I guess they have some sort of algorithm. I never used it. Um, it's just like then, Daniel Duke's um, Slap Watch. It's just like it. Oh, really? Okay. So basically, yeah. they put Slap Watch out of business. They haven't been wa working, by the way. <laughs> Slap Watch hasn't worked, been working for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super ironic. Oh, so they, they have that Chrome extension. Yeah. 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 So, so they have the yeah. Chrome extension. And I guess they went through the code or something like that. And what happened was they have they found this code that essentially tracks all your movements, right? Like yeah. I guess your personal information, where where you navigate, just every step of your movement. They and I'll be honest, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know much about these things, but I just assume that this is not the. I mean, a lot of other companies end up doing this. Tech companies do this, right? Or is this very unusual? No, I mean, it's definitely like a situation like uh, a lot of startups take is you ask for forgiveness, not permission kind of thing. Uh, oh, but, yeah. you know, bigger companies get, you know, really uh, bad publicity for like Google, Facebook, right? Not yeah. Apple, but, you know, like you, even if you don't do anything with the data, the fact that they're collecting, you know, privacy data, um, you know, like huge lawsuits, billions of uh, payments. But essentially, it created that whole debacle like the last five, 10 years, like created this like, you know, policy of like GDPR um, that every uh, technology based company need to abide by, right? Like that you don't actually own the rights to the data, uh, whether it's like, you know, transaction, clicks, uh, where they live, you know, all of that uh, stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, they were essentially retaining all of that. And then card porn came out and like really went in depth of like uh, which line was causing that uh, retaining, like they were basically copying it into a different table. And then, um, and by the way, I don't, I don't know if you guys know who Cardboard is, but like, I would love to meet the people behind it. I I'm don't. Based out I'm of too SF. scared. They're, 
women i'm pretty sure they're based out of bay area like i i'm just like really convinced that they're the way they talk the way they <laughs> anyways that's been an episode that's been an episode i know right um anyways yeah and then so they they kind of called them out for it and then like i think just a few hours later uh they they updated the chrome extension code uh like today just right after that post was made and they deleted uh the retention line um so you know you're like yeah let's talk about it like what do you think do you think they knew that they were doing that <laughs> sorry that was a dumb question know. um like do you think what's the next step for alt like if you are leor or like head of engineering at alt what's your next step to be honest i think i would have done the same i mean i think you know i don't code but i feel like that's pretty commonplace to track consumer data right because like that data is obviously really useful to see like okay what types of cards people are interested in uh, how people use certain features, uh, how certain design changes uh, can be made to the product to make the product, you know, more user friendly, uh, lower friction. Um, so I think, like, you know, I'm, you know, I, not a coder, but I feel like that's very commonplace for like a well, lot. Raymond, of they're not, they're not um, just an extension company. They're not Honey, right? They have their own exchange platform, you know, and their own like marketplace, right? Right. Yeah. So what do you mean like leveraging that data from like a, a user's eBay like behavior and then what bring that onto their platform and somehow? Yeah, like they can use, like they can use that to see like, you know, how people, yeah, you know, maybe like how, how long people look before they buy a card. And then I know it's cool until like design the UI of their website, right? Because they want to be exchanged for buying and selling cards. Um, they might use that data to maybe streamline the buying, you know. Yeah, I, I can't think of any example off the top of my head. But I, <laughs> I, I really try to give them a benefit of the doubt. I think we would all be super surprised uh, if we saw whether or not other tech companies are doing this, because I think it's right. it seems right. pretty right. commonplace and like honestly, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll be first to admit, like, so I had the extension. I obviously deleted it this morning, but I had it, right? And when I downloaded it, when I first downloaded the extension, I didn't read through everything. Like maybe they put in there, like, this is what we're going to do. And this is our intention with the data. I don't know. Cause I just downloaded it. <laughs> Haven't they had PR stuff already? Like this isn't the first time, right? I think so. W were they the same person with the yeah, Steph Curry stuff too? Or was that somebody else? That was yeah, the one of one logo man. Uh, and a partial like 51%. Ah. <laughs> Man, it must be a. It's crazy. I actually was trying to apply to them. Um, <laughs> probably for blessing this guy. Um, no, I mean they seem like cool people. I like their interface. I actually, it's really crazy that they had that issue today because I actually signed up for an account today. Um, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Until I, because I was trying to make some like I was trying to buy stuff from different marketplaces where you, not other than eBay, and then comp it near eBay when I go to shows. No. Oh, uh, another speaking speaking of applying to uh, applying to jobs at all, uh, I, I was like looking at their website a few months ago. I was like very curious, um, and there were job openings for card graders. Um, for all. Yeah, I remember that too. Uh, in yeah. Delaware, um, which I thought was really really interesting. Uh, I'm not sure if that's kind of like that's where their vault is, right? Uh, I'm not sure if that's where their vault is, but I think it might be because like Delaware corporations are tax free or they're taxed differently. I'm pretty sure that's, that's where the vault is, too. 
probably like tax implications. Uh, but I thought that was like really interesting how like you know they might get into grading or like. I mean, you know, uh, collectors holding partially owns alt too. Mm -hmm. So pretty full circle, right? Like you, all they have to do is buy out like Panini or Tops, um, or Leaf or whatever. Um, and then, you know, you get it graded. Um, then you put it onto golden auction or higher end stuff, or you vault it with alt. Yeah, it's, uh, I'll be ripping packs of like slabs in them. I think they did that once, right? With stock <laughs> action, right? Yeah. Um, but it's super interesting, like how detail some of the, some of these analysis goes. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll see what they respond with. But I thought that I was would, just very interesting. I don't, that's I don't know the P, PR thing. Like, what else can you say? Yeah, like we didn't know. Maybe? But I feel like people will forget quick. That's just oh, that's yeah, just how it works. Sure. I think cancel culture is a little overrated. Right. Right, right. That, that's exactly what I've noticed. It's like, you know, sometimes like I'm very active on Facebook with like the, you know, buying and selling cards thing. And there's scammers groups where people put people on blast for not shipping cards or something. Sometimes these threads get really, really crazy. Right. But then, you know, three or four weeks later, the same guy's posting it and, you know, people are kind of onto the next hot thing. Yeah. Like yesterday, just yesterday, like I, I like had to recount that it was just yesterday, like that red beard. Yeah. cards yeah i'm just like on card form way no, too no, much. No, no. i, I mean they, they didn't even know they didn't even talk about it though that's the thing that wasn't even the thing like yeah it oh, was just like so you uh, might want to explain the situation um or I, I, at least i could explain the situation because i it's crazy yeah. uh, i don't have anything to say about it but this is what i do know so essentially it's like as a group server he um the group server gave the wrong cards to somebody else and that person, that same person said, that's my order. He sold it. Um, but it, the problem is it wasn't his order. The person that, the person's order that uh, that got sold, um, he comes back to to the group server. And he was just like, hey, where are my cards at? And the group server said, oh, shit, my fault. I actually sent it to, to the wrong person. And now they're, they're trying to compensate each other. Um, and then I guess it got ugly. And now it's like on over social media and stuff like that. Um, it's crazy because I'm like dealt with I've dealt with all three, and they're all good people. I think it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me. So like I'm just sitting here, just like oh my god, this is like what else? Like and and the thing is like the person that does that's in it is hosting the Collectors Con in Tampa. Oh, so I'm actually kind of nervous. Which one? Party. Sorry? Other oh, one, one that, the, um, the that sold the cards, right? So, I see, I see. Red, red beard. Yeah, right? you said it. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raymond, I, I don't know. You you sell a lot of cards, and I guess one of the arguments, I guess, man, we're just we're just spilling tea here. Um, <laughs> might as well. Listen, I love them. I love them all three. I don't know what happened. I don't want to uh, comment on anything, but I do know one of the arguments was like he he said that he submitted a lot of cards. That he didn't know you know when he got his subs like i've submitted so many cards i wouldn't have known this is my cards i just assumed because the group server has always been pretty good you know it does that has that happened to you raymond where you're just like you don't know which cards you subbed like because i know you subbed a lot you sub a lot like for me i don't sub at a scale like you know kk sports cards you raymond like I, i'm very small so i kind of remember 
um, all these cards like have a good feel, right? So have you ever forgot about that, or is that, is, or is that really a legitimate reason? Yeah, I was actually talking about this with a friend yesterday. Uh, he kind of brought me brought my attention to all of this. Uh, I think it's like it's very conceivable. Like you know, I used to submit thousands of cards um, on like a really long timeline. Like keep in mind, like you know, these are cards that were probably submitted you know eight to twelve months ago, right? And, right. You know, just a month ago, I got cards back from a forty-five day order. That I had no idea that I had submitted. Like you know, if they disappear, I wouldn't have known a single thing about it. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely see that as like very conceivable, right? Um, you know, like it's can definitely see that happening to someone who submits a lot of cards. Like that's and you're a smart guy too, right? Like you're, you know, you're, I'm just saying, like if people don't think you're smart, just putting out there. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm a yes. I'm a, but I'm you're a smart guy, too. right? So like, it's not like oh, oh yeah. an idiot. Because like someone could have been like no, you're I, an idiot, like if you don't sure. remember cards. No, like a thousand cards. I feel like that's a lot of cards. I don't hand I don't hand them that much cards. No, I think all three people are very justified, yeah. right? Like we all make mistakes, yeah. right? Like this person could have grabbed 136 more cards and thought that hey, like it's just like the normal average size that I always pick up, so I take it back home and no one claimed it for a while, and you're like, Oh, maybe I subbed it. Like maybe there were a bunch of like, you know, like prisms, like basketballs or whatever. Of like doubles triples i get that and then from the guy who was supposed to get those cards back i get oh, his I, feeling too sure. he's upset right yeah, like it went to somebody sure. else and then they already sold it so now you're like sitting there okay like what's done is what's done well how do i like come to a resolution with this and i think they like had a sit down right and they're like okay like let's go through each of those cards and then like comp it like what's the latest comp and then like whatever adjust it and then like do a payout so i think he paid him and all of that but it was so interesting and this is why you should never do shady stuff or like the, the community is so small. Like you can't like be two face, three face, I think, because he, he was on camera on some other channel, I think, doing that card. Polax, yeah. He, yeah. And then like, like the, he verbalizes the dollar amount there. Right. And then it's like off from the spreadsheet that they were working together with. So yeah, it's just like it's just an unfortunate event and which led to like a lot of like I guess, you know, just outward, you know, bursting of like, hey, this guy did that, this guy did that. You know, like I'm sure they tried to resolve it privately, but it just sucks that it came out, you know, and then now it's like probably impacting their businesses, you know. I'm pretty sure they're like in this deep, whether it's like selling or grading or whatever they do. And so I, I just hope that they come to a some kind of like amicable resolution and don't ever do this again. Yeah, you know, like where, you, if you're not sure 100, it's not your card. Like, find out at least. I don't know. Try to find out. Like, you know, did this come to the wrong person? Instead of just saying like, "Hey, sweet, like I got free cards." I don't know. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, he didn't know that they were not his, right? Like, you know, that's the claim. It was just yeah. like yeah. a lot of orders that he got. But like, I imagine like if you're dealing with basically like 100 plus cards per submission, right? You're basically you're obviously not a novice. You know, this isn't your first time selling, right? I'm pretty sure, like, you should have, like, I mean, at least, like, some kind of spreadsheet going, right, of, like, all the cards, inventory check, or you just kind of, like, let's say they, I don't know, like, what if your cards go missing? You won't even know then, I guess. Yeah, so these are, like, well, these subs are, like, eight months out, eight to 12 months out, right? Like, by the time, I mean, I guess you could keep a record for, like, eight to 12 months. Like, that's conceivable. Yeah, I don't know. At least take a picture of all the cards you sent. Yeah. I don't know. I just think if you're actually running a business, like 
you know, yeah, we're not in a regulated, you know, industry or whatever yet, but like you have to keep some kind of record of like what you sent in and what you got, especially if it's not yours and it's someone else's, like you're doing it for customers. Yeah, I feel bad for the guy. The guy was like, um, the one that's supposed to receive the cards because he said some of those were his PC. It's just like, it's just like, how do you evaluate that? Right. Like that's where it gets really tricky. And I think what happened was he was scared that the 14, 15 K that he was supposed to get wasn't enough but he didn't want to leave without getting anything. And then like, I guess mm-hmm. um, that's where it all spiraled out of control. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, being a yeah. group submitter, it's, that's a lot, that's the liability. I was just so worried. I was like, man, like that's like every group submitter's like worst nightmare. Worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of the time it's pretty low risk compared to, you know, like running that's a practice right. or running a yeah. food you know, industry. <laughs> yeah, like, you have a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's definitely low risk most of the time, but like when one thing goes wrong, you know, you have to deal with all this fire drill that hopefully you can resolve privately, um, you know, but sorry for bringing up topics. Yeah, Hannah, of like, you bring discussion. out all these, you know, these PR nightmares. <laughs> this is the this is the episode, just PR nightmares. That's what you should just name it, Raymond. That'll be the title. That, that should be the title. Yeah. Uh, PR, fire PR fire drill. Fire drill. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess what will you have done if you, I, I, this is a fun yeah. question, right? Like, because I was kind of discussing this a little bit. If you were the person that were supposed to receive that card and you found out that they sold all your cards and you're getting 14k back, like, what would you, what would you have done? And you don't feel like 14k is let's justified? Just, yeah, let's just say it's not justified, right? I mean, obviously, it wouldn't be justified. Like, the, to get rid of 130 cards that quick, there's no. I mean, yeah. how is it that you could? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't want to leave it at that. But yeah, so let's just say it's not justified. Yeah. I think for me, uh, maybe because I'm Asian, I can say that, right? It's Asian cards. Um, because I'm Asian, if it's anything like under 10K loss, I'll just eat it and probably not do deals with that person ever again. That's so Asian though, man. That's so Asian. That's I know. so like... Uh... What am I going to get to then? I can't <laughs> was, sue him. Yeah, that's like, what... Like, that's what... That's what society wants you to do, though. I mean, the society wants you to push it under the rug, you know? Like, we're talking about Asian stereotypes. That's, like, the total Asian stereotype you just said. But it's true. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'm being honest. I would, uh, yeah, I would probably do the same. Uh, just being Damn! What? <laughs> but not, not, because, not, not, not because I'm scared of, like, confrontation. Like, you know, you know, it's... Like, what? I'm not scared of competition. It's waste of my time to like go chase after that. But if it's one of your yeah. PCs, though, let's say one of your PCs that you know you're not going to get back. You know, better luck next time. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be stubbing it myself. You know, uh, that's what people yeah, said, dude. Sure. That's the craziest stuff. Was the comment section was wild. They were like, "You should have just know. subbed it yourself. Why would you trust a group submitter?" Um, on pull wax, they were like saying how like you know you can't be mad at camera crews anymore, which is great. You know that's an yeah. that's an A plus for people that want to record at you know shows. You catch everything on camera. Yeah. But really, Raymond, <laughs> you would much. just take the fourteen k and just say, hey, you know what? That's it. Yes. Um. And so here's why I think that um in his hobby, uh, reputation is really really important. Um. Uh, like just having the reputation of being easy to deal with. Um. Uh, and you know, not causing a huge stink over um, things that could affect your reputation in the long run. Um, I think the benefit outweighs, you know, the short-term loss, um, even if the short-term loss is, you know, pretty big. So just from a completely practical perspective, I think, you know, just 
move on, right? It could be your choice whether you want to deal with this person again. Um, but I think, yeah, you don't want this to spill into a big mess. Yeah. Brian, what about and, you? <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough, man. I feel like I would probably because I know these two, right? Like I know these two. That's why it would make it make it even harder for me. I feel like I would try. I would try to like really maximize the comps, though. Like I would be pretty pissed. Like I probably would go wouldn't go gun blazing, but I'll be prepared to go gun blazing. Um, I would be prepared to go guns blazing. You know, that's that's the thing. I think that's see that, that that was one thing that I I kind of had a problem with, right? Like I, I kind of read like you know where it comped at, where certain cards comped at. And a lot of them were based on like future values, like, you know, oh, they, they were like, oh, like, you know, a lot of Holland cards are, you know, added dip right now, which is true, like 100%, like, you know, I buy and sell soccer cards and Holland cards are added dip right now, right? Uh, but I think similarly, like, when valuing cards and paying out cards, you know, at present day, they should be valued at present costs, not what they might be worth in three months, six months. Like, for all we know, Holland could tear his ACL in six months. Right, like we can't. Wait, is that guys, what you're gonna tell the guys? Here's. The, is that what you're gonna tell the guy? Here. Go ahead, go ahead, Hannah. What do you say? No. Look, look, here is the lesson learned, and I know it's a little bit tedious. So if you feel like this is a waste of your time, you should hire an intern for this. You should always record what you send to the suburb, and what you have in inventory, like just in your bag, including rolls if you want. And then when you sell something, record that price too, like. I mean, I love doing that. Like, oh, I bought it for this much. I got, I sold it for this much. This is the gain. I have it all in a spreadsheet. Like, it's tedious, yeah. But dude, like, that's you gotta do it. I don't, know, Raymond. Do you do that though? Everyone, who would you do, do you do that? Raymond doesn't no, I, do it. I, I, I do. I the only thing I do is I take photos and I say, hey, this is what you have, right? No, yeah, I always send them a photo, and that's really that's what KK Sports Cards does. But from my understanding, they were transitioning systems at that time. Right. So. It pisses me off. You know why startups can't go public even though they make a lot of money and they have the right investment? Because they don't have their financials together. So it takes like three years to get their finances together. Like, what do we do for the five years that we were, you know, birthing? And then like, by the time they figure it out, other competitors come out and they've already gone private. It's all about, it's just recording. It's like no brainer. Just sit there and put numbers down. Well, I do track, I, 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 I do track like the higher end stuff. Right? <laughs> but if I'm sending in like LeBron Mosaic space, like, you know, you don't write it down. No, I have like, yeah, I just. Fine. How about this? I'll make a company that tracks there these. There for no idea. <laughs> but but you make sure you have an extension, all right, and uh, make sure you don't disclose that you're gonna track everyone's. No, you you make people. Yeah, you you uh, make people pay. You make people pay for you tracking their every single move, and I think someone would do that. I I would do that. No, I, I don't want to get to that level. I just want to track your sales, literally your only sales. Um, and I'll hire like Indian Indian uh you know workforce. They're cheap or Philippines. Uh, a lot cheaper than most cheaper. But but, but, yeah. but the thing is, like I, I want to like, do you have like a system like before I, I we we sign off because like I know we're kind of <laughs> yeah. Do you have like, a system to, like that you want to tell us about? Because I don't actually record everything. Oh, wow. You guys are crazy. Yeah. So I put all my sales, like I have different like attributes to it, you know, like year, uh, manufacturer, type of card, card name, card number, grade, price I bought, units, all that. I put it all into a spreadsheet and I literally have like a 
tallying like hundreds of rows. And then I, you know, create a table out of it. And then I do a lot of analysis of like, hey, like how did I do in the soccer, you know, market like last six months? I can look at that. How did I do overall portfolio? Like realize gain, recognize gain, all that. I mean, it's, I guess, not super value adding to other people maybe, but I, I like to like understand at like summarized level, like how I'm doing so that I like make right decisions, better decisions. Yeah, I understand that. Like I, I do that every month too. I just kind of do a quick run through of like, okay, like this is what my collection is worth. Um, yeah. Maybe it's not as like detailed as yours, you know, but you know, it's, Guys, I don't even do it at all. That's the craziest. Like, that, that's, right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm like kind of questioning like my whole entire practice right here. How about you? Are you even Asian? Uh, I mean, yeah, some parts, like, but not this one, because <laughs> like I just, I just kind of have a mental note on cards. Um, and it's kind of funny that you, you're talking about how you probably should keep records because like, I think I sold. I thought I made money on the sale at National, and I looked back at it, and I was like, I don't think I made money on that one. So that's actually no. That's why I'm really curious how you guys do it. You guys just look over them every month. So, I mean, like it's not a requirement. I don't think everyone no, has no, to do it. it but helps. especially if you're running a business, yeah. like at the level of like a group subbing or whatever. I okay, think group subbing I do. Okay, of, like, chill, 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 chill. I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Right. But like for my personal cart, like the cards I'm moving, I don't. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna reiterate this again. Uh, when Brian group subs, you know he tells. Yeah, 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 yeah. Card. Wow, that, so that just makes it sound like terrible. So, I, so, I will know. say there's a that's that's why we record everything that we do. You know, yep. people find it annoying, but yep. you know, you just never know when you need that you footage. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Cool. Well, Brian, if you need help, let send me know. Me, send me that spreadsheet that you got because, like, I'm I'm curious to see how how you put it down. So. Yeah, yeah, nothing's free. Though, okay. So, yeah. All right, I'll give you no. I'll give you another <laughs> sun sticker or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I'll, I'll use a Slack channel. Uh, basically, I have like different channels dedicated to uh, every location where my cards are at. For example, like if I send some cards to Beckett, uh, I'll have a channel titled BGS, and I'll post a picture of say like three oh. raw cards that are sent. And then when they're marked back, um, I'll react to them with an emoji saying like, "Okay, these cards are back. They're they're good." Oh, um, dude, that's same with like cards bro. that that's so I send cool. to uh, into consignment. Uh, you know, I'll send pictures. Um, I'll have my team basically like write out the card titles, um, and then yeah. make sure that every single card that is listed um, on the consignment website matches with the card titles there, which is listed. Uh, and then once those sell, you know, update those as far as with prices uh, to make sure that nothing nothing falls through the cracks. Super cool, man. Yeah. That's, cool. That's so uh, let's see. I'm not going to hold you guys uh, for any longer. Uh, but it was a uh, it was a great conversation with both of you, uh, hearing about the uh, the tea and the uh, the tracking cards. Um, it was we were, we weren't even planning on talking about these things. We just was like let's roll the flow, and I guess <laughs> these are the best discussions. Yeah, cool. Any parting words? Hannah, you're supposed to go first. Like your stuff, Get guys. Right. thank you guys for listening again to the asian podcast asian card podcast i just said asian podcast asian cards podcast make sure to rain review for raymond man like i i'm actually i actually like talking you know just not just soccer cards you know just just the hobby in general it's pretty fun and i learned i I learned something like i'm not that as organized as i thought i was raymond's a prodigy bye guys